Today on the Callahan Podcast, we get ready for 4th of July weekend. Uh, unfortunately, can't go to Rushmore or enjoy fireworks because that would be a sign of white supremacy, according to the New York Times. Also, it's now official. More black children were murdered by the Antifa scum who were pretending to be security at CHOP or CHAZ than have been shot by cops, all the cops in the country, all the cops. Uh, we'll give you the latest on the end, the end of CHOP. We fought, we've uh, defeated another country in war. We beat CHOP. We destroyed CHOP, which is a great thing. Uh, Rachel Hill is a soccer player for the Chicago Red Stars. She's kind of a hero, a hero of mine, but she's uh, apologizing for uh, something. You won't believe it. She's apologizing, essentially, for standing for the anthem. She feels bad because she stood for the anthem. And uh, that little Harvard girl who was uh, threatening to stab people if they said all lives matter, she's really, really sad. She's got the sads. We'll play you that sound, which is really kind of funny, in my opinion. Turtle Boy's here. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the... uh, Fourth of July weekend edition of the Callahan podcast, and it is presented by DCU. Why do DCU members love their free checking accounts? It's simple. No monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balances, and no strings attached. What's better is with direct deposit to their free checking account, DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Who doesn't love getting paid early? Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They'll even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. Okay, Colonel, let's do this. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. All right, it's almost the 4th of July here, guys. Almost, it's a couple days. It's on the weekend, big celebration. I mean, lots of stuff was canceled, but still, still, we get to, you know, drink beer and eat hot dogs and watch some fireworks, probably mostly amateur fireworks. And uh, I I feel like um, I'm breaking the law. I feel like I should, we should all get up on the 4th of July, maybe take a knee, maybe uh, uh, unfurl a Black Lives banner, a Black Lives Matter banner. I feel like if we celebrate the fourth, if we put out our American flag, if we if we sing a Lee Greenwood song, or you know, really revel in this great hall. Oh, I'm sorry, this once great holiday. I feel like we will be in a little bit of trouble down the road. I feel like if there's like they find video or tweets from me or you and it's something celebrating the 4th of July I think we may live to regret it cuz well do you do you have a regular like parade or anything that you go to is that Yes I, I do I do and it was canceled it, it was, was canceled. It was canceled. parade was canceled So I'm assuming and, though that there was a protest in the same area and that was endorsed but your parade well, Of course well we as we know the virus does not affect protests it does I mean if you're out there in support of the Marxist organization Black Lives Matter then you will not catch the virus if you go out there to celebrate America you're in trouble I feel like and we talked about this uh, the other day like the next I'm trying to anticipate the next thing that will be canceled or the next thing that will be forbidden at some level and if I told you a month ago certainly if I told you a year or two years ago that Mount Rushmore would be next on the list you'd laugh if I told you that the 4th of July 
and fireworks would be on the list. You'd say that's not possible. There, there, there is no doubt that Fourth of July will be uh, canceled uh, soon if Biden wins, if the mob wins in in November. It will be next year. It will be there'll be lots of editorials, lots of commentary like the one in the New York Times this week saying it's a symbol of white supremacy. I mean, you'd think we re- just when you think we've reached the limit, you know, when 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 uh, Eskimo pies have to change their name or the Dixie chicks change their name, you say, OK, we've reached peak insanity, peak absurdity. Along comes the New York Times, which never really lets you down to say that Mount Rushmore is a symbol of white supremacy and, uh, you know, 4th of July is, uh, is offensive. That's, that's the point we've reached. I don't think. Did you see the picture yesterday? Was it 617 report who gives us a lot of stuff with local media or whatever and the tweets, but he put Mike Greenberg's uh, face. That that was brilliant. Yeah. Put Mike Greenberg's face, which would be the only way you could have a Mount Rushmore with no, you know, controversy or no one demanding, it becants. I I read this morning. I hadn't read the whole story about Mount Rushmore from the New York Times, which really is one step away from saying just blow it up, blow the mountain up, because it has Washington, Jefferson, Roosevelt, and, and Lincoln, and they literally make the case against all of them. They say Washington and Jefferson held owned slaves. Yeah, uh, it's also stolen land, Jerry. Too. Teddy, yeah, yeah, Teddy Roosevelt killed Indians and. Uh, Abe Lincoln allowed a number of Indians, uh, Native Americans, to be executed. They were, you know, they're convicted and they got the death penalty. And actually, he spared some of them, but a whole bunch of them, thirty-eight to be to be exact, were executed. And they want to take Lincoln down because he didn't stop the uh, sentences from being carried out. You're right, and they mentioned it's on stolen land. And which is interesting because, Hilarious. you know, New York was inhabited by, you know, white uh, Europeans since what? The beginning of time, right? Correct. Since, they were the, originally you, here before Columbus. Yeah. I love this concept of land that like this was my land. Like, have you ever looked at a map over thousands of years? Lands and borders constantly change. Like, that's just how it works. And I got news for you. A thousand years from now, the United States will not be here. There will be entirely new borders. That's just how things evolve over time. Nothing lasts forever. And in this land that we're living on right now, where Mount Rushmore was, was one tribe. Guess how they got there? They killed the other tribe. And then they killed the tribe before then. And that's how land was won back in the day before we had treaties and civilization and stuff like that. You just killed people. And then it was yours. That's how it worked. And uh, even the New York Times, I, I realized... It's not a real newspaper. It's, uh, you know, it's a running joke. Even they had to think, stop and think as they're writing this, that maybe the land we're sitting on wasn't always uh, occupied by white Europeans. You know, maybe this used to belong to Native Americans also, which, of course, it did. And it took, you know, Twitter 10 seconds to point out the hypocrisy of the uh, of the New York Times. But it seems like there's no end to this. And I got the tweet, as uh, I know you know about this one, Turtle Boy, the tweet from the Democrat, the official tweet from the Democrat Party uh, the other day, which is amazing. This is from the DNC. It says Trump has disrespected Native communities time and again. He's attempted to limit their voting rights and blocked critical pandemic relief, which, you know, is a lie, but whatever. 
And then they write, now he's holding a rally glorifying white supremacy at Mount Rushmore, a region once sacred to tribal communities. Now, that is the official Democrat Party tweet, Twitter uh, handle. And they say, going to Mount Rushmore on the 4th of July is glorifying white supremacy. I mean, it's fair. I mean, how many black presidents are on Mount Rushmore? You tell me. Uh, now or you know soon to be because I'm I'm pretty sure uh, if they knock it down can I mean this is like a fantasy that they would come up with that Trump's going to put himself on Mount Rushmore he's going to knock it down and put himself on like they've become their own reality because let's be honest if they put up their own Mount Rushmore it would be what it would be you have Bill Clinton right obviously Obama yes Who Obama else? um I'd, I'd say Jimmy uh, uh, Carter or was he too Bill, Bill Ayers I would Bill say the uh, Jeremiah Wright well, I thought we had there. six presidents. Hillary. <laughs> Hillary for sure. I would say uh I don't Van Jones um, <laughs> put him up there. Uh it it is it, 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 here's what I wonder. And I've been to Mount Rushmore. I don't know if you guys have been, but I've, I've never been, been. You've been it's very cool. I was there in the dead of winter and I was the only one there. It was cool. Very I mean it, when you come down the mountain, it's like a honky tonk town where you can get, you know, fried dough and play ski ball. It's one of those kind of touristy places. But then you go up the mountain, you just kind of look at it. It's very impressive. You can't get very close. I'm sure they're plotting and planning these Atifa scum who were just kicked out of uh Seattle. Someone would be a hero like no one else to them if he could get to Mount Rushmore and deface it. I'm pretty sure that's difficult to do, but if they did, if they did, the New York Times would be thrilled. They'd be glorifying them. The Democrats who think it's a symbol of white supremacy. Expressing anger, Jerry. They're expressing anger. Trump's going to go there and he's just going to smile and look up at the fireworks and it's going to be a photo op. And they're going to they're already labeling it a symbol of white supremacy and it'll be offensive uh, his Twitter will probably be taken down when he tweets a picture of, you know, the flag and some fireworks. Take that down. That's hate. It'll be hidden. It'll be hidden behind a click here to read it and they'll explain why it's dangerous. Right. right. You got to have that warning label yeah. on there. But I think we, we decided, I think Shattuck and I talked about this. There is no limit. There is no end. Shattuck predicted, and it's a good one, that next year Biden wins and he's heading the polls. If Biden wins next year, August 6th, the country will officially apologize for uh, dropping the bomb on Japan. There will be an official apology. Will be, there'll be a solemn ceremony. We'll say we are sorry to Japan. This, and, and I think, I think, and I think Tucker Carlson did this last night. There'll be an apology every holiday. Thanksgiving will apologize to native Americans. Christmas will apologize to, you know, non-believers, Jews, Muslims on Christmas. Um, Obviously, veterans can't have Veterans Day. Cancel that. Cancel Veterans Day uh, or or just apologize to all the, the countries we've beaten in war, well, including including Chaz and Chop. And you know who will be to blame for this, Jerry? Not Democrats, but spineless, cowardly Republicans, which yes. walking your Tucker, you know that they are really the bigger problem. here. The Democrats are going to Democrat. That's what they do. They whine. They complain. They want to take things down. They get offended by everything. It is the fact that they have a small handful of random Republicans in the Senate who will go along with their nonsense. You have a senator from Wisconsin, Ron Johnson, and the other idiot from Oklahoma, Lankford, and they are literally trying to cancel Columbus, Columbus Day, Day. Yes. and replace it with Juneteenth because they're also Republicans, so they're cheap, and they don't want to force companies to pay 
for another paid holiday. So this is going to pull the old no, no, switcheroo. No, it, Wait no. till kids find out that they no longer have that day off in October. They're going to love that. They're not going to get that three-day weekend. Uh, see, forward to. That's, <clears throat> that's their alibi. That's their excuse. They got caught pandering. You're absolutely right. I like when you do this. I like when you tweet and write about the, the, the gutless Republicans because they are the problem. I mean, obviously, the Democrats are a problem. Obviously, the media is a problem. I mean, they're, that's redundant. The Democrats and media together. Uh, but we did the thing on Mike Braun in Indiana. That 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 slug who uh, uh, is uh, sponsoring legislate, legislation to take away a um, – Qualified immunity from cops, you know, putting cops in danger. It's it's insane. It's the cop in Atlanta for shooting. He blames him. Yes, he blames him. And and Tucker just destroyed him, just murdered him on live TV the other night. But you're right. These other two clowns. Here's what happened. Ron Johnson in Wisconsin and Langford from Oklahoma. They found themselves. They felt, you know, uh, uh, under pressure to do something, you know, because because George Floyd. Because yeah. George Floyd, that's all. Because of George Floyd, they found themselves under pressure from the forces of uh, political correctness, and they are panderers at heart. And they said, what can we do? So they decided they'll make Juneteenth, which nobody even heard of till about three weeks ago. Nobody, I love the, uh, and Tucker's done this, other people on Twitter have done this, looked up like how many times CNN or or, or The View has mentioned Juneteenth before this year, and they're, and it's like zero. It's zero. But they're outraged at anyone that doesn't want to make it a national holiday and doesn't want to celebrate it and honor it and all this. They didn't even know what it was until three weeks ago. So these two idiots, Langford and, and Johnson, they're under pressure. They say, we got to do something. Let's replace Columbus. It's a twofer. Replace Columbus with Juneteenth. It's pathetic. And they said, like you said, they're doing it for financial reasons because you can't have a whole new paid holiday. We need to get rid of one. So we'll get rid of Columbus, two birds with one stone. They are the problem. They are, you could just hear and feel it in their voices, how scared they are of the mob. They are not going to stand up to them. And it's a, and you talk about this all the time. It's a small group who actually have the balls to fight back. It is a scary, very small. I mean, you know them by name by now. You know Matt Getz. You know Jim Jordan. You know uh, Josh Holly. You know uh, Ted Cruz is one of the only fighters that we have left on our side. Tom, here. Co- like Tom Cotton. Tom Cotton, who's come Tom up Cotton. big of late. You're right. You know them by name, by sight. There's a new spot out by I think the RNC that includes them all. Just you know, speaking about the the anarchists and the insanity going on. And it's, a, it's, I mean, literally single digits willing to fight. And and top of that list, of course, is Tucker Carlson, who is fighting back, pushing back every day on this madness that you get from, uh, from all levels, local level, obviously. Democrat mayors, they're probably the biggest problem. And, and how, how, how rich was it when the, the, the anarchists in Seattle were allowed to run free and literally killing people? Trashing a city, burning for uh, uh, what three or four weeks until the day they went to the mayor's four weeks, yeah. and then they went to the mayor's house, and boom! <laughs> because that- they hate her. I, they, uh, before this all happened, they raided the city council meeting. They occupied because they have that one lunatic city councilor. Yes. That- Indian woman there. She's like the most craziest politician in America, and she's so radical that this radical left mayor isn't radical 
enough for her. So they right. took over City Hall. They blame her for everything, for not being a full socialist. She feels pressured by them. And this is what the Democratic Party has turned into. The mainstream, quote unquote, has been so influenced by the AOC nutjob wing of the party. And they need to suck up to these people that they allow places like CHOP to exist because, oh, summer of love. And then boom, boom, boom. Some people get killed. And where are they now? Did you happen to see Hannity last night? That was powerful television. That was an incredible. 35-minute interview with a man whose son, 19-year-old son, I didn't remember that's how bad it was because because he's kind of been overshadowed by the 16-year-old black child that was murdered the other day. But a 19-year-old kid, black that's kid, bad. was murdered in CHOP, I assume by CHOP security, these Antifa scum, which means – which means most likely a white guy, a white guy murdered this 19 year old black kid. His father was on with Hannity for 35 minutes. It was gut wrenching. It's hard, man. They showed the video of the cops or should the, the cops and the EMT trying to get to him. And these Antifa maggots wouldn't let them through. It's incredible when you watch that, when you think about what just happened over the last month that they allowed uh, them to occupy the section of a city, a U.S. city, and pretend, play, play, pretend. Literally. Which is one thing if it's not, you know, hurting. If, if you're in the park dressed as a, uh, you know, a, 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 a soldier from whatever, you know, what do they call that, LARPing or something when they pretend to be, you know, knights of the round table and they have their little swords and they fight. That's one thing. These guys did it at the expense of a number of businesses, homeowners in Seattle, and people died. People died, including this 19-year-old whose father was on, and a and a 16-year-old and a 14-year-old was shot. Yeah, the day a 16-year-old died, 14-year-olds in critical condition, and a white Antifa scum, I think, shot them. Yeah, which- we can blame the white Antifa scum all you want, but how about the white mayor that allowed this to happen? Did nothing to stop it. There's blood on her hands. Do you think she is absolutely? Called? Do you think she called that guy who was on Hannity last night? The no, it was no, amazing that nobody's no no senator, no congressman, no Black Lives Matter well, person she, has called. You think him. she would she would take a phone call from George Floyd's family? God, yes, of course God, she yes. would, right? But her own people in her own city, she would not bother to call them because they know she knows that she they they would scream at her and they would say, "How could you allow this to happen? How could you create this city?" My son was troubled. He's nineteen. I fell for the dad because it's the age when you can't. If your kid is out of control at eighteen, nineteen, there's literally nothing you can do about it. That must feel powerless. Like that guy on TV last night looked powerless. It was sad to watch it, yeah. and the fact that now, I mean, Hannity, right wing television is the only people that seems to care about these particular black people is tells you everything you need to know about how selective black lives matter is. Well, I said that I tweeted that this morning. I said in the last month, more black children have been murdered by Antifa, uh, by chop security, quote unquote, Antifa guys who are play acting as chop security than by all the cops and all the police forces in the entire country. They have the cops have, haven't killed as many black children as CHOP security has. They have the highest murder rate in the world, that country. You know that. <laughs> that's, that's, it's insane. That's, that's a good point. The highest murder eight. rate in the country is in CHOP and they tear it down. You know, you know, it's amazing. Like there was a business owner on this morning. Uh, I don't know what he owned. Uh, some clothing store, I think, just saying, you know, his business is destroyed. It was in the CHOP zone. So he had a business. He had employees. He was paying taxes. His business was destroyed. 
So these lowlifes could play, make pretend, let's pretend we have our own country. And you're right. The, the mayor, of course, is an accomplice. I said that. She's an accessory to murder. She should be on trial for allowing this to happen. And I don't remember anybody saying, what about the poor business owners? Any politician, any business leader, um, any, uh, you know, mayor saying, this is insane. There's people who are supposed to be in there conducting business and they can't get in there because you allowed them to set up their own country. Where did we get to that point that that was allowed? It's just madness. Anything, Jerry, anything is allowed as long as it is in the name of George Floyd or social justice in general or black trans lives or whatever, you know, whatever cause of the day that they, that they deem is appropriate. That's literally their entire thing. I mean, I did a blog on this yesterday. It was a small town in central mass, North Brookfield. Although it's a small town, it is more symptomatic of everything that's wrong with what's going on. They had a, nobody, black people don't live in North Brookfield. It's 98% white. And they had a black lives matter parade in early June. Hundreds of people came out and they said, it's a conservative town. And they said, we're going to have a 4th of July parade too. Of course, the board of health, who is the problem in all these towns says, no, 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 that's a dangerous. You can't do that. It only spreads when you're, you know, celebrating America, not when you're, uh, you know, protesting, when you're protesting America, when America's bad, the virus doesn't spread. When America's good, the virus spreads. It's the general rule of thumb. So uh, they allowed this to happen and uh, nobody, and they initially fought back, but then they caved, they caved. Stop. And that's my, what I really want to stress. And it's really pissing me off. Stop freaking caving to these people. I'm listening to Dave Portnoy and all these people. Stop it. Tucker, just do what Tucker says. Tucker's in charge. Right. Do what he says. Tucker <laughs> never caves. That's what makes him Tucker. Do what he does. All right, today's show is brought to you by Flagship Wealth. I'm actually joined by Dave McDonough, a man I have known for 10 years. Dave, you're here with us. We've given away hundreds of those free reports on flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. So if you want one, go there. But I wanted to tell my story and then bring you in on it. When I got fired by Entercom, which a lot of people who listen to this podcast, uh, they know about. Thank you, Alan Dershowitz. My family had four 401ks that were not being actively managed. I spoke to this man, Dave why do people have to have an advisor who actively manages their 401k? Well, David, first of all, it's simplicity. With four different custodians, that's four different 800 numbers, four different asset allocations. As we say at the flagship, you want all your ships sailing in the same direction. And let's talk about your beneficiaries on that. If you need to call these four different companies, can you imagine if you passed away what your beneficiaries would have to go through just to get their hands on this money? Consolidation, one person to talk to, that's why you need to consolidate your assets. When I started with those companies, literally all they asked me was, when do you plan to retire? And they probably put me into some mutual fund that's just based off a of time horizon. Nonsense talk. Go work with somebody who knows what they're doing. That's what I did. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. You can speak directly to Dave McDonough as well. He's the founder of Flagship Wealth. Dave, thank you for that information. We're going to it. We've given away hundreds. We're going to give away hundreds more because I do ad reads better than anybody else in the podcasting business, right? David, I couldn't agree with you more. Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Member FINRA, SIPC. It is is remarkable that I heard uh, de Blasio saying this. He literally says that is more purposeful what they were doing a couple weeks ago than what they would do on the 4th of July. So celebrating Independence Day, celebrating the country, the nation, the greatest nation that ever existed is not as purposeful as going out there and, and screaming at cops because George Floyd. I mean, That's they, more purposeful. And they'll decide uh, what is purposeful. So because that. it's purposeful, according to this idiot mayor in New York, 
you should uh, the, the the virus is worth the risk. It's more purposeful, so it's worth your risk. If it's just celebrating America, that doesn't have a lot of purpose. That's the kind of fools who are are, are governing us. I mean, in Boston, we have this fool that wants to take down or is going to take down Abe Lincoln, this fool that thanked people for coming into the city and looting and rioting. That's who's the mayor of Boston. The mayor of New York, as we all know, is a laugh, is a national joke. He's, he's the one who said, you know, you shouldn't go to church. You can't go. And if you do go to synagogue, he's going to send in stormtroopers to break it up. But a hundred thousand people can celebrate trans black uh, rights or whatever the hell they did. Lives. In Brooklyn. Trans black lives trans black lives. But I'm going to tell you right now the craziest thing, and uh, I feel like I've said this a thousand times, but yesterday it kind of went under the radar, but I want you to consider this. I, I know you're, you are you support the cops. Uh, you even know some, I saw a picture of you shaking hands with a cop. That guy, uh, that, that took that some courage. Good. They tried to cancel me over that. Didn't they work. took some courage on that cop's uh, uh, part. But in this, this, I find this remarkable. In Virginia, here it is in Virginia yesterday. Um, Senate uh, Democrats in this uh, um, state house proposed a long list of criminal justice reforms. Of course, you know, banning chokeholds and whatever, making George Floyd a a, uh, you know, making a a saint or something. I don't know. But they also added one. They want to downgrade the charge of assault on a police officer from felony to misdemeanor. Now. You're you're in you know in session. You're a Senate Democrat or you're uh, whatever a House member. You're a politician and you're trying to get things done. You're a left wing nut like all these inner city mayors and city councilors. And you say, here's an idea: let's incentivize assaulting police officers. Let's make it less. Uh, let's lower the penalty, the punishment. Let's encourage people to assault cops. Maybe you know throw a brick. Sucker punch a cop, whatever, kick him in the nuts. They took the time, the energy, the effort to make it easier, to make it more common, assaulting police officers. That's the kind of people that are in uh, are in public office right now. And this is Virginia. I realize, you know, Richmond has some crazy lefties, but this will take hold. You watch. It'll be the same in all the cities. It was, you know, defund the police was this crazy concept from you know, AOC and, and, and Antifa a month ago, and now it's happening in every city. They're, they've won. It's very unpopular with voters defunding the police. And I'm going to guess lowering the punishment for assaulting police. I'm going to guess that's not very popular with voters either. But these radicals don't give a damn. They are doing their thing and they're yeah. winning. And you know what? It's getting to the point where, 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 where when they say we don't really mean defund the police, we mean uh, reallocate the money, AOC yeah. – AOC, God bless her, says, no, 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 no. We mean defund the police. She's their leader. She's Joe, Joe Biden's advisor. And she said, we mean literally eliminate the police. That yeah. is her stance. And, and I mean, it's nice that we're talking about this, Jerry, but this is a right wing basically show, right? So, but the problem is the president of the United States in an election year, in four months, there's a, an election. It means a lot. And I do not hear this from him. And the like the Senate, we're going to lose the Senate. And if they get the Senate and the presidency, wait, then the fun's going to start. Then the fill, yep. say, goodbye, say goodbye to the filibuster. They're going. They're going to pack the court. They are going to do everything. Like if you give these people the reins of power, 
they will, that's all they want. They just want to control you. As we've seen with the lockdown, don't stop giving them power. It is, it is scary. I saw a story yesterday. I'm sure you saw it, which made my heart skip a beat. It said, Clarence Thomas and Sam Alito are both thinking about retiring. And, and, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is going to live to a thousand. Those two are going to retire and they better, they had, if they, if they're thinking about it, they better do it before November, man, because you're right. They could pick any radical. I mean, Hillary could be on the Supreme Court. You know, he could pick you know, any, the craziest radical you're lefty crazy, lawyer. You're like John Roberts? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, someone like John Roberts. Yeah, yes. Imagine that. How, come, how, how come it never goes the other way? How come that, and because like there, this is my thesis with Democrats, right? Is that they are? I mean, I wish I, I almost admire their team. It's a, it's a, they're like the Patriots. They're a much better team. They are. Nobody deviates from the party. You don't dare cross Nancy. How, how many Democrats voted against Kavanaugh? Zero. How many Democrats voted against impeachment? One. Tulsi Gabbard, where's she at? Gone. See you later. This is what they do. They expel their ones. We get Mitt Romney. We get Marco Rubio. We get these losers. We get Mike Braun. That's right. why we, we lose. Get, yes, no question. It's discouraging. We get John Roberts. We get David Souter. We get these traitors, these liars like Gorsuch who lied to get on the court, and now he's uh, as as everyone said about John Roberts, John Roberts wants to pick up the Washington Post in the morning on his doorstep and see how brave he is that he's evolved and emerged as an independent voice. That gives him a boner. He yeah, doesn't and, give a damn. Who nominated him? Uh, Bush. Bush did, right? So this is the yes. Bush legacy. I mean, people talk right. about Trump. No, no matter all the nasty, even Democrats have to admit this, you people out there. Listen up. As bad as Trump is, no matter all the things that Donald Trump has said, name one thing he has said or done that is worse than invading Iraq and occupying it for seven years and losing thousands of American lives in the process. Name one thing Trump has tweeted out that even remotely compares to that. I mean, oh, I can do that. I can do that. How about this? Don't we all miss Roger Ailes? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I mean, I, I, we nominated that yesterday as the dumbest Trump tweet ever. And I think that's some real competition. Yeah. But we talked about it, and I thought about it long and hard. There is nothing he's said or done that is dumber. We all miss Roger. We all miss Roger Ailes. We When's all, the Harvey Weinstein tweet coming out? We, I mean, I feel better, don't, Harvey. Don't you miss Cause? Don't you just miss Bill Cosby? I mean, I do. I don't know about you. But I, I miss. I miss him. As I tweeted out, and we'll get to. The- I already. I already miss Ed Henry personally. <laughs> yeah. I already. We'll yeah. get to Ed Henry, that that horny little bastard who's now out of work. Talk about throwing it all away, but we'll get to Ed Henry. I want to. I want to get. The, it's not all sad and discouraging news. I know this is kind of. It is discouraging when you think about it. As we head into Fourth of July, it's like you got to think twice before you know putting your flag out. Mine's already out. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, I have a neighbor who has an American flag and instead of the stars is a big peace sign. <laughs> Isn't that desecrating the flag? Isn't that, then that used to be like against the law. You can't really say that if you support the blue lives matter flag though, they do the same thing, don't they? The blue lives matter. Uh, the blue, the thin blue line flag. I mean, that does the same thing, right? I mean, if you can mess with the flag a little, you can mess with it a lot. I guess so, but that's I'm not a flag guy. I'm not, I've never been a flag guy. I never understood the fascination with the flag from our side, Jerry. It's kind of weird. Well, there is no fascination anymore. It's it's not cool. Flags aren't cool anymore. On our it, side, it is though. It, I mean, still whining about. I mean, the whole idea of kneeling. It's like I I was against it in principle, but like it didn't like make me. Cry. I was usually in the bathroom anyway during the anthem, 
But so, when you think about it, we, the, well, it's all changed now. It's going to be important when football comes back. It doesn't really matter with you know baseball or basketball. Basketball is going to be disgusting. It's going to be every guy is going to try to outwoke the next guy. Black Lives Matter on the court. They got Black Lives Matter written on the court. So the NBA is overtly supporting a Marxist organization that wants to end capitalism and uh, defund the police and disrupt the nuclear family. That's cool. They don't care. Adam Silver is fine with that. He's hell. He's fine with concentration camps in, in China. So, I mean, you can't expect Adam Silver and the NBA and LeBron James to ever stand up for this country. We're going to listen daily to, oh, if you're, if you're, you know, watching ESPN, you can listen daily to Steve Kerr and Popovich and LeBron pissing on the flag on this country. It's going to become a, a, a contest. Who can, who hates this country more? And when the NBA starts up and I, for one, will have no interest. It'll, I really think the NBA is going to take a hit. We all have our limits and people are going to reach their limit of listening to these guys dump all over this country. People are too hungry for sports right now, man. It's been how many, three, four months without sports. People are going to die. I mean, no, they're hungry for football. They don't need summer league basketball. You really think summer league? You don't do the NBA playoffs and NHL. No, it's it's contrived. It's contrived. And I don't, and I think they're going to have messages on their shirts, Turtle Boy. It's going to say, you know, I can't breathe. And it's going to say whatever. Repeal Roe versus Wade. What if you have something like that? No, 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 no. We, 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 uh, no, we can't go that far. What if build a wall? Just, build a wall. Build a wall. What if they just have a Christian thing of you know, I love, I love Jesus. That that won't be allowed. It'll be everyone will have Black Lives Matter. Every one of these guys making twenty million a year will support a Marxist organization that wants to uh, defund the cops and destroy this country. But hey, that's what we're in for. But when football starts, they're all going to be kneeling. I tweeted this out. I know you saw it. We have a new, a new American hero. It's not, she's not really that inspiring, but we do have to give her credit. And it is a great picture. We have the uh, details of uh, Rachel Hill. She's on the Chicago Red Stars. I know, I know you're a big Chicago Red Stars fan. That's some soccer league for women. And I guess they're playing. They're, uh, are they playing like with masks on? Because they're, uh, they're they're taking a chance to go out there playing, and her team, of course, all took a knee. There's no sport that's more woke than than women's soccer, except maybe women's basketball. But I mean, um, they all took a knee. Rachel Hill didn't. She stood up, put her hand on her teammate's shoulder. Her teammates, by the way, are like crying during the anthem. It's gonna it's gonna be nuts when sports starts up again. She had to release a statement because she received so much criticism for standing for the anthem. Here's what uh, Rachel Hill said. And, 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 and it, just, it, was pathetic it was really pathetic. She's essentially apologizing for standing for the anthem. She says, when I stood for the national anthem before the Red Stars most recent game, this was a decision that did not come easily or without profound thought before the game. I was completely torn on what to do. I spoke with friends, family, and teammates of all races, religions, and backgrounds. Yes. With the hope of guidance, I chose to stand because of what the flag inherently means to my military family members and me, but I 100% support my peers. Yes. Well, actually, you don't 100% support them because they probably wanted you to kneel and the whole team to kneel. Right. She got a lot of love on Twitter from people like me 
and others, but she, you could tell she feels like bad that she stood for the anthem. She feels feels awful. She feels like she let her teammates down, but you can tell she probably, like she said, she has military family and family comes first. I mean, they're going to chew you out of Thanksgiving over it. So you got to please them more than the mob. And it sounds like she was conflicted like that, but at the same time, it's like, just don't, how about just don't, how about you just do whatever you want? These people. Okay. Say just Just because the mob comes after you, you don't have to release a statement after every decision you make, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Just, just don't say anything and they'll move on to the next thing. Now the media is going to hound you, though. You see, this should be the statement right here. This is the statement. Say, that's that's mine personally. But I mean, but uh, as I've said every day, you know, Brady's going to kneel, Bree's going to kneel, Goodell's going to kneel, and the guys who don't kneel are going to be the rebels. You know, what's his name from uh, Pittsburgh again? Villanueva. The uh, what about Nick Bosa? Is he going to do it? Oh, good. No, Nick Bose is not going to kneel and his teammates are going to hate him. And it's, it's going to be a controversy. The San Francisco 49ers have raised the Black Lives Matter flag next to the American flag at their stadium. They're the ones that cut Kaepernick. They're the ones that no, that's true. They got rid of Kaepernick and they're, and they're paying for it ever since. They're paying penance ever since. But it will be so interesting watching, like, say the NBA, which is going to start up at the end of July in this little contrived tournament. And they're going to have Black Lives Matter on the ground, on the floor and everything else. Say there's one guy, I don't know, white guy, say, or say he's a foreigner and he doesn't want to do the Black Lives Matter thing and he doesn't want to kneel for the anthem and he doesn't want to, you know, put on his uniform some crazy left wing slogan. You telling me his teammates aren't going to just ostracize him and, and he's not going to be a pariah? I, I can't think of like some redneck basketball player because there really aren't any, but there's plenty of foreigners. Uh, and what if they don't want to do that? You, you think, think Bill Lambeer would do it if he was around today? Bill Lambeer would not do it. Times no. have changed. Larry Bird would not do it. Larry Bird, Larry, yeah, that's true. Larry Bird, yeah, he might. He no, might. he would not. You no, he would not. Don't even say that. Larry Bird oh, would definitely not. Would definitely not do it. Oh, he plays on the racist team though for the racist city. So uh, but but it'll. I mean, to me, that's slim. I don't care about the games, but that'll be the most interesting thing watching these a holes like LeBron and. And, you know, Steve Kerr and uh, sit there and just try to out hate this, out hate each other for the, uh, you know, the, the guy who's the most woke, the most, the most, you know, enlightened, the guy who feels the worst about what happened to why George don't, Floyd. Why don't they just, why don't they just dev- like ESPN, why don't you just devote all your programming to this now? Like literally just do like documentaries only on social justice and involve every athlete in the world. You know what I mean? Like, well, I have, they, they don't do that already. I haven't been watching because, uh, you know, they get the, they've had the lowest ratings in 41 years, which has something to do with no sports, but it also has something to do with they're just, the, they're, mo- they're more woke than MSNBC. They're just a bunch of pinhead liberals from Kellerman to Lebetard to you know, whoever, Bamani Jones. They're all on the same team. There's no one there who would ever stand for the anthem. But, and I was I was uh, talking to somebody who's a big sports fan. He says he can't watch them anymore because all those shows, those around the horns and highly questionable, they were trying to just outdo each other. Same thing during the whole, you know, uh, the riots. I'm, I'm sorry, not the riots, the peaceful protests where they burned and looted and murdered people. Those peaceful protests, they were 100% in support and people turned them off in droves. Tucker Carlson set the all-time record for ratings on cable and – ESPN is setting its all-time record for lowest ratings, and that's a good thing. 
That is a I good think they're going to make a comeback, though. I think that because they're making a programming decision on Sunday night that's going to turn everything around. They're airing a Eagles concert from 1999 on Sunday night at 8 p.m. on ESPN. That's Did you work. see this? What's the logic? What's the argument for I that? Think, I, don't... I think the logic is is the concert is at, I don't know what stadium it was at, but it's actually knocked down now. It, it was at some sports stadium was in the press release, as if like every fucking concert out there isn't in some arena that a sports <laughs> team at. Like it's so it made no sense. I thought that I really thought that when they would, when they got rid of Jameel Hill, I thought that was the direction ESPN was going, and they realized that she was so bad for ratings that they need to tone it down. But I guess not. See, at heart, though, I, I know these guys. I mean, I don't personally know them. I'm, I might know a couple, but I know they are hardcore. You know, lefties. They went to you know they, they went to wherever Oberlin College or Wesleyan or or, or Northwestern, and they're all just limo liberals they're all latte liberals rich you know guys who live in the suburbs and you know think that trump is evil and you know they they support all this black lives matter all this stuff and it it, it can't help it it seeps through even if you try not to be political in this day and age everyone's political that's the problem and well it's not a problem to me i like it it's i feel like they're more what is jordan doing today's climate jerry would he be on board with this I, it's a good question hey well he's he, he's his number one goal was to sell sneakers let's not forget that right. and he did a hell of a job at that he's, and, and what he said back in the day of course was uh republicans buy sneakers too so he was apolitical but that was when it was cool to be apolitical it's no longer cool to be apolitical now it's like you have to be all in on this particular topic. And if you're not, good luck selling anything. I feel well, like he pledged, Jordan pledged $100 million to, you know, various social justice causes, which means he's, you know, uh, paying for, uh, you know, paying for these riots. I mean, paying the, pay, I was going to say paying the bail money, but none of them ever gets bail. I know you follow the Andy, no, the, uh, the, the great, uh, uh, blogger, uh, tweeter who follows Antifa. He infiltrated Antifa. Um, he posts all the arrests, the mugshots of all these maggots, and they're just the most disgusting human beings. These Antifa scum. They're all white, sort of. They're all weirdos. Half of them have, you know, uh, you know, tattoos on their faces, and you can't tell what sex they are. And he posts, you know, how, how much bail they, and they never have to pay bail. It's amazing. <laughs> they get arrested for destroying property, assaulting police, and the and says release without bail. And a couple of them today, I was looking at this says prosecutors said they would not pursue the charges. They get arrested for like destroying a business, and they do they don't get convicted of anything. It's it's remarkable. But that's the that's the state we are in. I mean, that's the state they're in. They're in Portland. They're in Seattle. Uh, hell, you know, Boston, uh, these cities run by Democrats. I have a crazy uncle, Jerry, a uh, crazy liberal uncle who uh, posts stuff all the time. And his new thing has been this is the new thing from the left is that Antifa isn't real. That it's not like a structured organization. Therefore, it's just this right wing boogeyman. They're not real. Stop talking about Antifa, even though CNN has spent several episodes devoted to praising Antifa for their hard work. Like Chris Cuomo literally said that, well, they're not so bad. They're, they're not like fascism, right? Don, Don, Don Lemon said it. He said, that's their name, Antifa, anti-fascist. And it's like that Velshi, Ali Velshi guy standing in front of a fire and, and watching these guys burn and destroy saying it's peaceful <laughs> as the video uh, uh, contradicts him. But you're right. Gerald Nadler said it uh, in the hearing with when they had 
Andy No testified and he said, it's imaginary. Now, I don't get that. I, I don't get a lot of these things. I don't get a lot of, you know, I don't get that twisted liberal mind, but you're watching news every day. You're seeing the destruction. You're seeing these punks with the black sweatshirt and the black masks, and you say they're imaginary. What does he mean? I don't even understand the contention. That, that they're-, they're not like an organized outfit with like central leadership. They don't have like a board of directors. Well, so of course they don't. They're criminals. Their whole goal is they're, they're anarchists. That's kind of like their whole business model is do whatever you want. No. They're criminals, so of course they don't. I mean, when do you want to make it easier for them? Of course there has to be some, you know, some mystery to it. They're more like Al-Qaeda. They just have a bunch of random cells in every place in this country, but they don't have, like, central leadership. So that's essentially what they are. But they're anarchists. That's kind of like the whole point of anarchy is do whatever you want. There's no organization, whatever. And we can see them out. They they have a flag. They have an official mascot, right? They have a, a tag. You know when Antifa's been there. They write their freaking names on it. They put their little symbol. So, I mean, they're, they might they're vandals. Liberal uncle. That's all I got to say. They're, they're vandals. And to me, if there were more uh, Democrats like Nadler who were either supporting them or denying them, and, and you mentioned Mitt Romney and Marco Rubio, both of whom have voiced support for Antifa. That's how far gone Mitt Romney is. He marched with Black Lives Matter, and he voiced support of Antifa. He is the worst. He's the worst traitor. He's the worst. Him or John Roberts? It's a good question. Well, John Roberts is more powerful. You know, Mitt Romney voted to impeach the president. He knew the whole Ukraine thing was another setup. He knew it was another frame job. Thank Thank God he wasn't around for Kavanaugh. That's true. He, oh, he definitely, he definitely would have bailed on Kavanaugh. Mitt Romney is the, oh, he's just the worst. I just, it bothers me every time I think that I how how strongly I supported. I, mean, I know, just I'm I, I'm embarrassed for you that you voted for Mitt Romney. I can say that I didn't. I'm proud to not have. You voted. didn't. Who'd you vote for? I, I oh, voted Romney. for. One of the, I think I voted for the crazy green lady in 2012. You did? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. I was teaching back then. Not that I was into or anything like that. It was more of a I couldn't stand Mitt Romney. I don't like guys. I don't like guys who wear tapered jeans and tuck their shirts in because I feel like it's like people like him because they're just going for this Americana look, even though they're just stuck up. You know, like you know, Mitt Romney never wears jeans ever, but he wears it on the cam. He just rubbed me the wrong way. I had no connection to him. And then I heard Donald Trump talking in 2015 and 16, and I jumped back on board. Well, you voted for Obama, and essentially, I did. Voted, but it was, yeah. I was part of history, Jerry. I was part. Oh of yeah, you want to be on the right side of history? Right side of history. I love when people say that you're on the wrong. They tweet at me. I'm sure they do it to you. You're the wrong side of history. Yeah, yeah. Obama saved us from John McCain and Mitt Romney. Name two bigger traitors to the Republican Party than those two. I still hated to see Obama win, and I wish Romney fought harder. He fights. He fights Trump much harder than he ever fought Obama. Good That's point. what kind of. I, I, I can't stand the thought of him, but John Roberts is much more powerful at this point. So I would vote for Roberts as the biggest traitor out there. Um, but uh, oh, what else? We, we got to get to, we got to get to Ed Henry, Ed Henry, uh, Willie Cologne. And oh yes, I was. I gotta and, and the Harvard girl fired. We gotta get oh, to the Harvard girl. Gotta fired. get to how we got some. We got some good, good stuff. I'm going to tell you about Shake Concrete, and then we're going to get to Willie Cologne and uh, and uh, Ed Henry. A couple of losers but anyway this for you homeowners and home builders did you know my brother-in-law greg has a huge selection of precast concrete steps of course you knew that this is the place to go if you want to get some new steps if you want some precast concrete 
whether you're building a new home or you need to replace an old stair on your current home. You want to increase the value of your home? This is the way to do it. Shea has great values designs for any home, available in concrete or customized with beautiful stone, granite, or brick. This is your summer project. You want to get this done? You call Shea Concrete. They can do it. You don't have to do anything. All you do got to do is buy yourself some new steps. They take away the old ones. Uh, they can remove the old steps and have you walking up your new front steps within hours. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance to your home and dramatically upgrade the value of your home. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. And you know what else you can do there? You can look for a job. If you're one of the people, say, 40 million people in the U.S. have lost their jobs. And one of the million people who were put out of work by Charlie Baker, Governor Charlie Baker, if he puts you in the unemployment line, you can bounce back at Shea Concrete, a great place to work. They're always looking for help in all their four plants, uh, their facilities, and they're looking for CDL drivers and this is a really good company, I'm telling you. You can send your resume to jobs at SheaConcrete.com or just go to SheaConcrete.com and check it out. Back in February, when COVID-19 was a distant concept to most Americans, gold was in the $1,500 range. The Dow was over 29000 Today, as the virus tears apart the economy, gold is over $1,700. And the Dow's up, what, over 27000 Major market disruptions favor gold. Instability, uncertainty, and impending inflation favor gold. If you have not diversified some of your savings into gold, there's no better time than today. Protect your savings from any further setbacks in the stock market. Gold is a safe haven against uncertainty. And the company that I trust with precious metal purchases is Birch Gold Group. And right now, thanks to a little-known IRS tax law, you can even move your IRA or eligible 401k into an IRA backed by physical gold and silver. It's perfect for those who want to protect their hard-earned retirement savings from any more downturn in stocks. Look back historically. When the bottom falls out of everything else, gold tends to be safeguard savings. Contact Birch Gold Group to request a free info kit on physical precious metals. See if diversifying into gold and silver makes sense for you. This comprehensive 20-page kit reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can legally move your IRA or 401k out of risky stocks and bonds and into precious metals IRA. To get your no-cost, no-obligation kit, go to birchgold.com slash jerry. That's B-I-R-C-H gold.com slash g-e-r-r-y do we want to get to willie willie cologne oh let's do the harvard girl let's do the harvard girl because if you're you know if you're an american you love this country you know like obviously turtle boy does and dave does and i do it's there's just so much discouraging stuff when you're on twitter when you're watching the news and social media and you're seeing any of the things you know the cutting the funding of the police that could be the most insane thing like to just say three weeks ago a month ago, cops were heroes. We were supposed to cheer when we saw them and buy them a cup of coffee if they were at Dunkin' Donuts. And now we want to get rid of them. It's like some crazy left-wing you know, fantasy of a life without cops come to life because of a few powerful uh, radicals like AOC and you know Bernie Sanders, Liz Warren. And it went across the country. You know, went from L.A. and Seattle and Portland, came to New York, Boston, everywhere. And now in Richmond, Virginia, they're trying to make it easier to assault police. So it's just bizarre. It's just insane. But it's it's happening every day. 
And, you know, Mount Rushmore is white supremacists and 4th of July is about, you know, killing Indians and, you know, let's oh, tear I down statues. I don't think they're making it easier to assault police here. I think they're incentivizing it. Yes. They're making it, they're making it not easier, but more appealing. How's yeah, that? Right there. That, that's a better way to phrase it. That's more appealing. If you're going to hit a cop, you used to think, oh, that's a felony. I could go to prison for a couple of years. Now, no bail, maybe a small fine and a, and a ticket. You can punch a cop in the face, they'll write you a ticket. It's no different than, you know, parking. Uh, you and know, you don't have to pay it. You don't have to, you can get a voucher for that. <laughs> you don't have to. And if you do have to, and if you do have to pay it, there's a big fund set up by uh, Steve Carell and uh, John Cena and Ellie Schnitt. They'll, they'll give you the sure, money. Make sure you record it and put it on TikTok too. You got to make sure you publish <laughs> yeah. So, so a couple of days ago, we played this vile Harvard student who uh, put on a dramatic performance. She just seemed like the most detestable woman. And she was uh, threatening to stab people who said all lives matter. She was very cocky and arrogant. If you said all lives matter, she said she's going to stab you and watch you bleed out. Well, that went viral. You don't think much of it. This is what, you know, this is how liberals think. But apparently she had a good job at Deloitte and, and Deloitte, you know, the, uh, the accounting yeah. firm. Auditing firm, whatever. The, apparently went viral, and her boss saw it and said, "We really don't want someone here who's threatening to stab people." And she lost her job, and of course, she went to uh, TikTok. Did you go to TikTok again? To uh, um, yes, I mean, did you have, it doesn't do it justice without the audio. If you yeah, I, I had. Well, what do you want? The video? Is that what you just said? I gotta hear the girl's voice. To, no, to, gonna, I yeah, yeah. I, we. I can hear it. He can play it. I mean, I, I heard it. So let's let's listen oh, to uh, whatever her name is. This Harvard student who lost her job because she was threatening to stab people. I know this is what Trump supporters wanted, um, because standing up for Black Lives Matter put me in a in a place online to be seen by millions of people. The job that I had worked really hard to get. <laughs> it meant a lot to me because called me and fired me because of everything um i don't know if everyone's seen but it's been circulating a lot um my black lives matter tiktoks were picked up by conservatives and spread and shared and people were demanding that i be fired which i i just got my job that i worked really hard for <laughs> Even though they claim to stand against systematic bias, racism, and unequal treatment. So they decided <laughs> sending me messages, death threats, and, and violent messages. I'm still not going to stop talking about and defending Black Lives Matter. You can't take away my spirit and my devotion towards human rights. <laughs> uh, oh, you can take away your job, job honey. When she goes to the green screen and it's the article of her being fired. That's a, my favorite part of that video. Yeah. Like, does does the mob have enough power to go after like McKinsey or Deloitte or one of these multi, you know what I mean? They, like, would That's they a good have question. They probably got a lot of, she had a lot of support. I mean, all she was doing was threatening to kill conservatives. What the hell's wrong with that? Because like McDonald's does it because, the, you know, the kind of people that go to McDonald's are, they're going to vote Democrat, right? They, like a lot of them are. Uh, so like it appeals to that. But who's going to do business with Deloitte? People who are successful and paying taxes, not the kind of people that are getting. So they, I feel like Deloitte, did they send out an email about supporting George Floyd? Did they do that? Of course. I'm sure they did. Everybody yeah. did. I McDonald's. love how, by the way, she took it seriously. She's like, it says in the mission statement that you have to support, you know, social justice. And that includes telling people I'm going to stab them if they say all lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was a great video. I mean, 
if you haven't seen the first video, she's very arrogant and like cocky. Next I'm going to stab you. The sheer entitled cockacity to say all lives matter. I'm going to stab you. I'm going I'm to stab you. And while you're struggling and bleeding out, I'm going to show you my paper cut and say, my cut matters too. Uh, I, I, my favorite part is, I must stab you. I must stab you. That's, a hard That's what our best, that produced John Adams. The great thinker of his our time graduated from this institution, which is obviously right. a very serious school that allows David Hogg to go there, but disallowed the valedictorian right. from Parkland High School because he's conservative. That's it. Someone pointed that out. So Kyle Kashev had uh, uh, tweets, stupid tweets when he was you know 12. So they said they disinvited him. But this girl can threaten to stab people. I don't think Harvard's going to kick her out. There will be uh, no students. No, no, she's uh, she's probably going to win an award for this. But maybe they'll maybe that crying, that fake crying, will get her job back. But that was pretty entertaining. Um, also, we have we have Willie Colon. Now, I didn't hear this till this morning when Dave played it. But it's it's this ongoing drama at Barstool. Uh, I'm sure you've heard. We've talked about it. Uh, Portnoy, there was a, this group's going after Barstool, of course, uh, playing old video of Dave Portnoy, you know, mocking Colin Kaepernick, asking whether he's Arabic or what he says. He thought it was an Arabic theology that he was. Uh, I thought he was, you know, Arabic. you know, I thought he was a uh, Muslim. I didn't, I didn't know. I thought he was with them. You put a towel on him. You don't know the difference. Right. So he made that. And there's two sidekicks, you know, two prominent barstool guys, uh, KFC and big cat laughed. Now they, t- those two had to uh, write these pathetic Mia culpas, these blogs, talking about how much they've changed and learned and KFC said he didn't realize that the whole system was racist and police brutality was an epidemic and now he knows and now he looks up to Kaepernick and now he loves him. It was one of the most embarrassing things I've ever read. The other most embarrassing thing was was uh, Big Cat's blog. I mean, it was just embar- I can't imagine any of their fans, their listeners were happy to see that. You can comment on any of these blogs, and these are the people who pay 10 bucks a month to comment on there, and it's just them ripping them. Do they? It's like they, they can't take the temperature of their own fans. They're just ripping them, and I don't understand why these fans keep going back to them. It's like this is what your, your once great website has become. This is just who they are now, so accept it. This is the future. Or ride the turtle. That's the alternative. Right, what? Yeah, ride the turtle. So, so yeah. you're, uh, of course, Colin is not really paying attention. He's busy tweeting. And you just pe- tweeted that Jerry is a big dummy, D-U-M-Y. But well, why? I, clearly, it was a typo. That You can't oh. hear the videos. I was letting the listeners know on Facebook that we didn't play the video. That's all. Just why am I a dummy? What did I do? Because you can't hear the videos. It's your fault. You can't hear the How videos did- when we play it on the feed. Turtle Boy can hear them perfectly. So how's it my fault? Because it's something with your computer. If everybody else but you hey. can hear something, it's your fault. Okay, it's, it's your job. Your job to fix it. Your job to tell oh. me how to fix it. That's your job. Okay, so Fed, FedEx me your laptop. FedEx me your laptop today. It'll be done by Monday. I'll, oh, you, I'll send you it right do, back. You, you can't just... Well, every, me other, every other technical problem you do I told, remotely. First of all, I told you two things. I told you two things to try, and you didn't do it. You didn't download a new browser. You didn't do. You didn't do anything. I told you to try. I don't care. Anything. Every every video I know what's uh, playing. I've heard it. I know it. But anyway, I'm a big dummy. D U M Y. Anyway, anyway, Willie Cologne on a, as you called it, the Black Barstool podcast. What's it called? Uh, two bigs. So I I don't know. It's, it's Willie Cologne. 
two bigs. Yeah, I, I've never heard of it. Uh, they launched it recently, I guess. Brandon Newman's on it. Um, and actually, to be honest, let's give a little credit to Barstool for a, not allowing, but they're they're talking about the controversy that's going on, right? I mean, they're they're putting it out there from their own. It's going on within their own company, so clearly. That's a good sign that they're letting them talk about it. Obviously, well, right? I mean, that would be if they didn't. No, I know, but that's a good sign, don't you think? Yes, I think it's. But you have to, like we, you know, we always said that when we were on the radio, we, we when Kirk and I were on the radio, we would talk about everything, and you know, there was we didn't keep secrets. We just let it all hang out, and that's what they're doing here. And I'm telling you, I, I, I know they uh, work for Portnoy, respect Portnoy, like Portnoy, but there are. There are forces at work here. You can't, if you're Willie Colon or the other guy, you can't come out and 100% support a guy who's a white guy who's using the N-word and mocking Colin Kaepernick. You can't do that. And I don't think they did. You can. Plenty. We have, I know plenty. I can name 10 black people off the top of my head that would do that in a second. Candace Owens, Jason Whitlock, you know, Brandon Tatum and Rob Smith. You can do it. I assure okay, you. Okay. I shouldn't have said you can do it. I know they won't do it. I've yeah. seen this, this work. I've seen this happen. You know, well, we, and, and where well, there are people who will pressure you, uh, and those are those are powerful people pressure you. They if they came out and and totally one hundred percent supported Portnoy, um, they would be ostracized by by friends, maybe family. It's how it works. I'm not surprised that they criticized their boss, the guy who brought them and hi- brought them in and hired them. But let's hear from uh, big guys. What is it called? Big two, two, two me. Too big. I believe I believe because it's just audio. I believe this is Willie Quote. No matter where where it's coming from. And I understand Dave. Like Dave was like, listen, he told me he's like, Willie, this I'm not a racist. Um, I'm throwing the middle fingers up at the people who've been trying to cancel me for so long. And I said, I get that, Dave. But to the other side who actually work for you and work here, we're kind of offended by it. So while you're throwing the middle fingers up at the cancel culture, you're really throwing your middle fingers up at us. And he was like, I hear you. But <laughs> and the butt was, I have a bigger following. I'm bigger than you. I write church checks. And the people that support me and Barstool help me write your checks. So fucking eat a dick. That's how I took it. Liz. What's interesting about that, too, is that, you know, now we're going back to videos, you know, from years ago. And, you know, I, I just now learned that he asked Ebony beforehand if she thought it was appropriate. But I, I had been a part of a video, like, on the rundown as well. Um, about a year and a half ago when, you know, the, the Mexico, um, America border was, was and is, you know, mm-hmm. inflamed and they were on the rundown and it was Dave and, uh, and big cats and rigs. And the, the topic was, you know, when the guy, um, when the guy laughed. Okay. Who is this woman? Why? I thought oh, this was is She's one of the worst ones. That, the one What's of the, yeah, this is one of the worst. Yeah. All right, let's when they brought up, you know, children being pulled away from their mothers. And, you know, and they were laughing at the womp womp, not at like the actual act of what was happening. Um, but, you know, I was there and they asked me like, well, what do you think? I'm like, I don't, like, none of that is funny to me. Mm-hmm. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But, but, but we're not laughing at like the kids, we're laughing at the womp womp. And I'm like, no, like I, I get that. And I understand the perspective of like, why... Like you would think that was funny, like you and a lot of other people, you know, like why they would think like, like this is such an inappropriate reaction to, you know, taking children away from their mothers. Hey, what the hell is she talking so, about? Yeah, so let me explain to you because this needs some context. So basically, during a rundown, Big Cat 
was like, you know, with their talk. Remember when Corey Lewandowski said "womp womp" about kids in cages or something like right, that? Right. Controversial. Yep, sure. And on the rundown, they're, since they're like not political, they didn't really. They're just like, oh, I thought it was. I just laughed at "womp womp." I just thought "womp womp" was funny. Get it, bro? High five. That's like the bar stool. That's a bar stool take right there. And that was unacceptable to her because that's not funny. It's not funny to laugh at Womp Womp. You have to be mad at Corey Lewandowski. I mean, listen to this chick. She works at Barstool Sports. Since when does Barstool Sports get offended by anything? They're on the other side of that. They are the ones who offend you. That was literally their whole business model. Look at all these losers he's hired. Yeah, you're rich, Dave. You got a nice house in Nantucket. Your product sucks. Listen to that. That's freaking pathetic. Pathetic. Yeah, but we'll, we'll see where like a guy like Willie Colon goes with this because Willie Colon probably wasn't there when Dave did that video that's now circulating, right? So he couldn't stand up to Dave in the moment. He's now addressing it years later, just like everybody else is. And Dave's just telling him to go fuck himself because he's a big Twitter personality. Like, is that an acceptable answer if you're Willie Colon? Like, he should be fighting back even more so. He's their against boss. Dave. You don't talk about your, like, since when do you do that about your boss that you talk about? You're offending me, Dave. Literally, the entire infrastructure of the he's, company. He's, a, he's a media personality. Why can't you criticize your boss? We sat here talking about you can criticize Eric Nardini. Last but, week, of course, right? you like, criticize him, but you don't criticize him for being him, for being what yes. Barstool is supposed to be. Yes. That's why yes. I think KFC. KFC and Big Cat, I don't understand who they were placating with those blogs. They should have stood by their boss said, you know, that's the way we are. We, you know, you're going to get offended. We're just, you know, being real. Instead, they're saying, oh, I was wrong. I changed. Uh, uh, now I, I realize Kaepernick is a, is a civil rights hero. I used to think he was a punk. And, and uh, uh, their name listeners saying, oh, good. I was hoping my guy would evolve, would mature. Of course not. People listen to them and like them. They don't want that kind of. Why did it take George Floyd for you to change your mind about Colin Kaepernick? All of a sudden you were like, oh, man, I thought I had no idea that occasionally black people were killed by cops. I had no idea. Oh, now I get it. Thank you for educating me. It's like he obviously does not. I mean, do you think KFC's ever voted in his life? Well, he lumped in Michael Brown. He says he's learned so much and read so much. And then he lumps in Michael Brown with George Floyd. Michael Brown who tried to kill a cop, who trashed a store, assaulted the store owner, and then tried to kill a cop. His shooting was justified, according to Barack Obama's Department of Justice. And he thinks Michael Brown's an example of uh, police brutality. That's how stupid he is. But anyway, do we want to hear any more from Willie Colon? So, I, I mean, I didn't scrub it. I didn't, we just got it before the show, so I didn't scrub. But there's a couple other clips where other people are just addressing. Like, remember when he was singing that rap song and he drops the N-word and there's a woman yeah. on the podcast that says, you know, I was there. I told him he shouldn't do it and he did it anyway. She clearly didn't feel too offended by it because she works for the company still. So Is it I mean, actually an actual song where the lyrics include the N-word or did he Yeah, improvise? he's just singing it. Yeah, that one was out there on Twitter. No, he's singing the words to a song. He didn't improvise it. He didn't put the N-word out of context, right? He is singing the lyrics to the song. That, which is how, just insane. So a guy sings a song, a song they know and they like, and they're offended because the guy who's singing it is, has white skin. Oh, you, but, I mean, in, in fairness, I wouldn't do that, right? I wouldn't hold up a camera. Would, think, of, think of it. Just to, just, just yeah. ponder it for a second. So you're singing a song, a song they like, a song that they've heard many, many times, but you singing it because you're white offends them. That's just yep. insane. Right. I mean, it's become, it has become, and he, Dave says he wouldn't. That's because we're a little bit older. You understand kids these days when I was teaching all the kids in school, it was like a 98% white school too. 
kids there said the N word like like it was like in context like like and thought nothing of it. It's not like they were racist. It's that they've been brought up with rap music and all this stuff that the N word is a regular part of the vernacular. And they honestly, because they, they're not around black kids and they don't go to school with black kids, they don't know that this is a big no, no. I had to like sit down conversations with these kids. I'm like, look at it, guys, you, you, you go to the school here in Dudley and you don't understand these things. Let me tell you, if you go to Worcester and you start saying that stuff, it's not going to end well for you. You can't. Right. Well, let me see if this is the one in this clip. An employee literally tells her boss that she is uncomfortable with him doing something and he does it anyway. Right. Like that's not, that's not the greatest look on Portnoy in that, in that situation. Don't you agree? Does it meaning what singing the song, singing the song when an African-American tells him that he shouldn't sing the song with an N word, with the N word in it. And he tells her I'm doing it anyway. That's not the sure. best look in the world. Sure. It is. That's literally what song. real time. It's like, I do whatever I want. You don't tell me who the hell are you, Liz Gonzalez. I pay you. Shut up. <laughs> I was there actually when Dave shot that video, that Ja Rule video, and he asked me if if I will feel offended. I'm like, personally, you're not calling me, you know, the N-word, but I don't think you should say it. Mm-hmm. You know, that was my take on it. He still did it anyway. The office was dead silent. Like, it was awkward. It was real weird. I remember it like it was yesterday. Watching that video back, I was like, wow, Dave, you doing bad, bro. Like <laughs> who is there that? That's 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 what Turtle Boy's point, that's kind of what Portnoy is supposed to do. He's supposed to do something that makes you uncomfortable, that right. makes people uh, you know, Dude. shocks them a little bit. And again, he's just singing a song. He wasn't calling her the N-word, correct? He was singing a song that includes that well, lyric. Yep, and she points that out, so it's fit. Yeah, no, well, I, see, I, see, I, see, I like I the entire infrastructure of the company that gives these people a job and healthcare and all this stuff is based on the idea that Dave Portnoy says whatever is on his mind. It's literally why you have a job is because Dave took chances. That's what I would say that if I was him, I'd be like, shut up, then leave, then go work at the Huffington Post. I heard they're hiring. Have fun. Well, he he did. I mean, he didn't apologize. He didn't back down, and which is again his model, his his thing, and. He, all his guys, his other guys did. They all apologized. I'm not sure who they're uh, appeasing when they do that. But uh, I used to have this discussion with Jermaine Wiggins, former Patriot, great guy. And he would say his kids are, use the N-word all the time, his, his teenagers, except and, and their friends. They use it all the time. He used it all the time. But the white kids weren't allowed to use it. So they're playing basketball in the driveway or just hanging out and watch, playing video games. The black kids could say the N-word. The white kids couldn't. I'm like, is that really you know, the rule? I mean, why don't you just make it a rule that nobody could say it that, <laughs> or that everybody be, could say it? Uh, that would be uh, something that makes sense. I mean, Oprah is against the N-word. It's like there's a lot of, you know, prominent, wealthy African-American people who are like, no, we got to. St- I mean, this makes no sense that some people can say it. Do you understand? Like, what if you're half? What if you're a quarter? What if you're Puerto Rican? Like what? Where do the rules go? Uh, I mean, I like I've seen I, in Worcester. It's like certain white people in Worcester were literally granted exemption. Like you, if you are allowed, like if you live in this neighborhood, you're allowed to say the N word. They would literally hand it out like it was currency. Okay, you this guy can say it. He's he's down. Yeah. Well, uh, go ahead. You can say it. I'll let you. I'm not going to say. It. I don't say. It. I, I, here's no. the thing. Like with all this cancel culture, I, I, nobody ever tries to cancel me because they know they can't. I'm like, it's like I'm like a little Tucker. Like I'm not going to back down. People know that. Yeah, you little Tucker. That's what I'm going to call you little Tucker. Little, 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 little Tucker. Tucker. Boy. I am a little Tucker. I mean, I'm a basically Tucker from Worcester. That's essentially what I am. But 
They, they have tried to cancel you. Kidding. I'm sure they've tried. And they to gave up you. and they've given up. They've, they've realized that like, no, we can go after his advertisers, but his people are going to donate. They're going to buy his crap. They're going to, they're going to, they, they want me to keep going. So they're going to keep it going. They know that is a, a product that cannot be canceled. The product that is funded by the fans. They've tried it with Crowder. They've tried it with, like, those are the fighters, the people that don't back down and they're, they create little clubs you, and that's how you survive. And I said this before this whole thing began, what, two months ago, I said, this is in your wheelhouse. You will thrive. Not many people have thrived during the pandemic and during the riots and the, and the looting, but Turtle Boy has. You've been on a roll. You've catching, you're catching lots of hypocrites uh, in action, lots of these crazy you know, city councilors, mayors. You know, oh, you the Springfield one yesterday? Can we play that audio? What's the audio? Uh, the Springfield City Council meeting where the city clerk was on a Zoom call, didn't know she was, she thought she was muted, and the police chief was talking about having more funding and saying that morale is down. And all of a sudden, the city clerk goes, bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and, caught, and then the old mayor, the police chief, they all get. And then she comes on 30 seconds later. She's like, that was me. I just want to apologize. Um, my cousin was arguing with her boyfriend in the background. I'm really sorry about it. I was talking to her, not to the police chief. And the police chief has refused to accept the apology. She says, I've listened to the audio. I don't believe that. There's no one in the background. <laughs> uh, that, that is uh, it's just so appropriate for this day and age, a city councilor, angry left-wing city councilor saying, you know, shut the, what, what'd she say? Shut yeah, the, listen, the, shut the, the I'll, I'll play the clip. Bitch. Listen, I'll play, I'll, I'll play the clip. And as it can go, oh, bitch, shut the fuck up. Yeah, it's not, could you hear me? That that her, that's her saying that as the police chief yeah. is talking, this is the kind yeah. of disrespect the cops are dealing with. And this is the next wave of, of scandal, of, of insanity. It'll be cops demoralized, refusing to do the job or refusing to you know take any chances. The next they're going to they're just going to let, you know, the thugs shoot them rather than shoot them back. You know, they're going to take a taser in the eyeball like people wanted uh, Rolf, Garrett Rolf to do. Take a taser in the face rather than shoot back. You're going to see that cops. It's going to be war on cops. And the Demo- and that's going to be a big part of the campaign because Trump knows it. The one winning issue he has at this point is he supports cops. Democrats want to defund cops. That has to be, that line has to be drawn as clear as possible in the next four months. It better be that. And don't we all miss Roger Ailes? I think that's an important oh, issue. Stop it, Trump. Um, stop it. Stop it. I, I miss, I miss uh, Ed Henry already. If you're not aware, if you don't know who Ed Henry is, uh, I, Ended up like watching him every day during the riots and the looting and the pandemic. If you put the news on in during the day, he got the job that used to be Bill Hemmer's. Bill Hemmer got Shepard Smith's old uh, um, job. So he was on like all day. He was on in the morning, in the middays. He's a news guy. He's good. He's a good uh, reporter. He does interviews. He's a good interviewer. At least he was. But apparently he's a horny little devil who uh, couldn't keep his hands to himself. Now, Ed Henry, there had been some scandal in his past. He um, he married a producer in 2010, and then he cheated on her with a stripper in Las Vegas. Uh, um, that scandal broke like four years ago. He, may, he got suspended, I think. He got demoted, but he survived. And he came back strong, and he got this full-time daytime gig. And in the middle of all this, when Fox has their biggest ratings, and by the way, he wrote a book that he was about to go on tour promoting. Yes. Someone came forward and accused him of sexual misconduct. And 
they hired an outside firm, Fox did, to investigate. In like a matter of hours, they said guilty and fired his ass just like that. He was purged, man. He was like, he was like in a Robert E. Lee. They tore it down and put it away, and and, and Ed Henry doesn't exist anymore, which is which is good. I can't relate to guys like that, you know. I can't re- relate to guys who are. You know, grabbing interns, the Bill O'Reilly's or the Matt Lowers raping interns. I mean, yeah, it's hard to find common ground with no, them. No, they have like about? zero sympathy. Yeah. If they were like, I don't know, if they were, I don't know, stealing office supplies, I might have some sympathy, but literally grabbing interns, you got to go. And and in this day and age, you are a dead man walking. I know Bill O'Reilly. WEI that's grabbing interns, Jerry. Say that again. You know, there's only one guy at your old company that's grabbing interns. One guy who only one guy. Oh, you, we've already forgotten about that. That scandal's already passed. Oh, you mean Curtis? Oh, yes. I don't think she's she's not an intern. She's uh, well, she was at one point. No, yeah, but she's much older than that now. Well, I don't even know what Ed, Ed, if Ed Henry was grabbing interns. I shouldn't say that. You know, I did a live stream last night. It looked very exciting. They were talking about gaming or football or something. It was riveting stuff. Great content. Well, Ed, Ed Henry has Ed Henry has come out and denied it and said I, I forget his exact language. I'm trying to find his try, find his tweet. My my guess is that he did that in an effort to not fuck up the book publication, right? Right. I believe I, I just googled it and and they already pulled the book, right? And by the way, he was booked for this show. So if anyone's if anyone is really fucked in this situation, it's me because now I have to find someone for Jerry to talk to in late August. That was supposed to be a Friday show with Ed Henry. He was already booked on this show. Why can't we still do it? Yeah. Well, I guess I can keep him. Yeah, I'll keep him around for now. But I think so he, they, he he has a book that was going to come out. He gave a kidney to his sister, and it was about the love of his sister. He's talked about it, and he wrote a book about it. And that was going to come out when in August, and now yeah, that early yeah. early September, early September. So he was, and he's not do, that book's not coming out anymore. I just I just saw a headline that said the publisher pulled it. So yeah, wow. it, it, oh no, he he retweeted his attorney who said Ed Henry denies the allegations referenced in the Fox announcement and is confident that he will be vindicated after a full hearing in an appropriate forum. That's his. That's his. I mean, opinion. I would love to hear more. I like. I like to embarrass these guys. I like more details. I'd love to hear more about what O'Reilly did, and uh, obviously, we know about Roger Ailes. And let's be honest, we all miss him, but he was an absolute monster. At uh, this point, don't you kind of know that line is, and you can't go near that line if you're Ed Henry. I mean, the guy's probably making. You know, two million bucks a year writing books. He's a big star. I'd never heard of him before this episode, to be honest. Really? Well, I mean, I mean, who I thought Ed Henry was? Ed Henry is the coach from Remember the Titans of the other team. Oh, yeah, the, the racist, the racist guy with the banana. No, no, no. That was on the. That was on his own team. It was Ed Henry was like the legendary coach that they had to get by. That oh, in the final, the championship game. Right, right. They had to get by Ed Henry's offense. So that's all I think of when you say Ed Henry. I've never heard of this guy before. I mean, he probably. Really? I thought uh, you were a news. I thought you were like a news junkie. Yeah, you know? at night I work during the day. I don't watch the midday show. I I'm working right now, and on the TV over there is the news. So I don't have the TV on there. The day. Probably, what was what was Tucker doing? Tucker, what was he like? Two and a half million people a night. Like he's probably, or was it bigger? I can't. He's remember. doing four million four now. Tucker is breaking all the records. Ed Ed Henry midday probably has two. Like he probably has a million people. So he is relevant. He's a, he is, a, he is a big name, but I just did see Harper Collins. The book publisher has pulled the book. Wow. So you throw everything away because you can't keep your hands to yourself. I have no sympathy for the guys at this day and age, you know, the risk, you know, you're going to get fired. Then you know, you're going to be blackballed and they do it anyway. I, I didn't see anyone do that. I mean, 
when I was at EEI, people always tell me, you know, they, they accuse certain people, co-hosts of, of being that way. I didn't see anything like that. I really didn't. I didn't see guys, you know, pinning the interns in the, against the wall in the office the way Ed Matt Lauer was doing it or Bill O'Reilly was doing. I mean, maybe, maybe I'm, uh, you, don't think, you, don't, you don't think Zambrano's dump button had a multi-purpose to it by any chance? You don't think there was a I, switch there? I mean, see him. Well, I mean, there were hardly any girls. The problem is one about Dale, but I had uh, Dale Arnold, but I, he's like probably the least likely guy to ever do anything like that. So at least they got him there. He's good yeah. for something. Yeah. What did Dale do? He's what he, it's what he's not going to do. That's that makes right. Dale valuable. Yeah. He's not, he's like the least likely guy to, you know, grope an intern, I think, in America. That's do, true. Do that. Did you see, and we never talked about it, but there was a report. There's a guy in New York. He's a blogger. He covers radio. He's a, a professor, I think, at NYU. And he had a story a week ago or 10 days ago that Entercom was going to fire everybody, everybody, like across the board. They were going to go to like, one man shows and, and they were going to have uh, syndicated stuff during the day. And they were going to have just and, and everybody except in New York. I think fan was, was exempt, but they were going to fire everybody at every station because they're so desperate. They're so deep in debt. They're, they're so they're on the brink of bankruptcy and they were just going to blow out everybody and they haven't fired anybody. Well, they, they're probably waiting for the ratings to come out. I assume. Well, especially in Boston, they're probably, I'm ratings. not sure the ratings going to be awful. I think they come yeah. out this week. They're going to be awful. They're going to be, terrible disastrous but and you can't, any- you can't fire anybody at wfan i mean it's their 33rd anniversary it's, it's, <laughs> a big, it's such a big celebration you're no, gonna bring know. back craig carton yeah yeah uh, true too. Podcasts, the- podcasts have killed the radio man i mean it's, it's it's better it's less interrupted there's no you can just fast forward to the commercials don't tell anybody that uh but it's just a better and you can listen to your car it's a superior way to consume news and information and commentary and stuff like that and so all that's, I mean, think of how much money WEEI has saved over the last year and a half because they've obviously lost a lot of revenue, but they've also saved a lot by getting rid of you and replacing you with Danielle. And it's like they basically brought in scabs to work for less. They they gutted WAF and they made that a Christian rock station. So that's done. They probably make nothing. No, they they that. sold that at a loss of, I think, $30 million. They've yeah, lost so they've become 30 million. They've become this corporation that basically goes around just buying up small town newspapers and turning them into shit and just like because they're not valuable like these companies they don't make money right. there's, no, make there's money. no revenue there's yeah. no revenue yeah. anymore there's only going to be like one one show or, or one station standing per format in my opinion like there's no voices anymore like we we talk about with newspapers right people used to wake up on sunday morning what did uh sean what what did uh I don't know, uh, Dan Shaughnessy, right? Nobody does right. that anymore. And there's no known voices. So there'll just be a, a sports format. There'll be a country format and nobody will give a shit and it'll do fine. And it'll make their it is amazing. I, I say this, I've said this before. I used to buy five newspapers a day and I spent hours reading the news. I don't buy any. I mean, I'm obviously I'm online. I, I read plenty I online. I 99 cents a month. I won't even do it. <laughs> no, the, the globe is 99 cents for six months and it's overpriced. Yeah. I won't do it out of principle alone. <laughs> Me either. I mean, I won't allow it. I wouldn't allow it in my house. I mean, it's the just New York not- times, the Washington post, like, you know, how many you have, you know, how many like clicks you have left. You're like, Oh, I've already been on South coast today three times this month. I forgot the telegram and gazette. I forgot, but they're so stupid. You just like, okay, well I'll open it on safari then, or I'll use Firefox. Right. You just use it. Or here's another trick you can do copy the, and paste the link in Facebook messenger 
And then you can, it's unlimited. I, that's my favorite trick. Just send the links in, in messenger and just click on it there and read it. I, uh, well, as Dave pointed out, I'm a big dummy. I don't know how to do that. You're, you're, I, no, you're not a big dummy. You're technologically inept. I just, I just, skip things. I, I just take a pass. It's like people are coming at me, probably you too, because I haven't been tweeting about the latest Trump scandal, you know, that the Russians were put a bounty on us soldiers in Afghanistan. And I said, when a credible news source reports it, you know, let me know. I'm not going to react to a story in the New York Times. They make stuff up. It's what they do. Their whole goal every day is to hurt Trump. So they make stuff up. We've seen it a thousand times. Hell, their whole Pulitzer winning series, 1619, was made up stuff. That's what they do. Uh, by, I'm a, a, not Trump, by, a, by a psychopath. That lady is a freaking, right. she says some of the, she's worse than Jameel Hill, that lady. Hannah, right. seen, she hates white people. We've seen it. We've seen yeah. it. She's, she's a racist. The uh, entire foundation of that 1619 project is that America is inherently evil. And they these people buy into that. They truly believe that they live in this horrible country that is, uh, you know, worse than, they love nothing more than our failures. It's weird. They get off on it. Yes. And they're rooting against us. And this weekend, they're not going to fly the flag. They're not going to. Uh, sing Lee Greenwood. Uh, I am. Nobody should. Why? What are you celebrating? I'm, I'm going to step out on my deck and I'm going to sing proud to be an American. What are you proud of? At least I know I'm free. In the last four lucky. months. I'll tell you, I'm lucky. I don't know if you've been following. I know you have, but uh, the because our original sin is slavery and somehow uh, we have U.S. senators like Tim Kaine saying you, the United States created slavery invented slavery perhaps the historically dumbest thing that's ever been said on the floor of the senate um we no country has ever uh done more to abolish slavery to right the wrong we we fought a civil war the bloodiest civil war like in in the history of the world we lost 618,000 people in a fight to end slavery and we won the good guys won the US won that's why i'm proud to be an american do you need any more reasons yeah, but we've graced them jerry we like we've literally allowed the government to lock us in our homes shut down our businesses over a freaking tummy ache over a freaking bug <laughs> like, what are you proud of i'm not proud of to be an american right now i'm ashamed to be an i'm american. proud to be on the on the right side of history because that's what we are uh i think it's going to be interesting people are going to rebel shoot off their own fireworks they're going to have their own little cookouts or big cookouts and they should uh uh screw you bill de blasio screw you marty walsh screw you new york times i think people are going to celebrate with a vengeance and they should because these people are despicable. These people, like de Blasio said, if you protest, you know, because of George Floyd, it has meaning and purpose. If you want to celebrate the greatest country in the history of the earth, that doesn't have meaning. Well, kiss my ass, big bird. We're going to celebrate. I'm going to celebrate. You should, too. Crank up the, the, the patriotic music. Wave your flag, despite what Turtle Boy says. Wave your flag. Don't take a knee. I, I know it's not in vogue. It's not uh, cool to, to, to be patriotic. Screw that. I think everyone should be patriotic as hell. More patriotic than ever this weekend. And uh, if you go to a, a party and people start saying, you know, Black Lives Matter, say Black Lives Matter is a Marxist organization. Black Lives Matter wants to end capitalism. How can you support such radicals? Straighten them out. Educate them. 
Yeah, you sound like a blast at parties, Jerry. That's what I want to do in my fourth yeah. live party is educate people about Marxism. Yes, yes. Well, you know, <laughs> and stand for the anthem and don't apologize and don't, uh, what's her name again? Rachel Hill. Don't say how conflicted you are. Just stand for the friggin' anthem. It's not hard to do. All right? Pull your pants up. Pull your pants up. <laughs> Get it with all, you know, Cut it out. Cut your, your hair. Oh. All right. Check out Turtle Boy at TB Daily News. Dot com. He's got a lot of good stuff on there. And you can buy this uh, wonderful uh, gear that he's wearing, hats, shirts. He's got a, he's got a great story on the local version of, uh, of Bubba Wallace today that I really enjoyed. That was a good one. Oh, the uh, fake, uh, the one out of Pawtucket. Yes. 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 yes, that was a good story. Another noose, another noose on the loose. Another yeah. noose, another noose. When you see a story about a noose, you can almost be assured that it's not <clears throat> wasn't tied up and placed there by a wild racist white supremacist. Enough, enough with the nooses. It's not working. Nobody's buying. Yeah, go go with something else. Go with, a, go with the group. swastikas on the garage. Those always work. You know, those are pretty solid. You can't the noose, nobody's buying it. Did you see the pizza that had the pepperoni shaped like a swastika that got yeah. delivered to somebody? Yeah, and uh, they wouldn't eat it. They took pictures and everything and and I don't think they're Jewish. I don't think it was some hate crime. It was just some idiot kid that put the pepperoni in a, in a certain way and i don't know what what's going to happen the guy the kid will probably get fired and everything else he'll be uh, doxxed but uh, it was probably not probably not a hate crime we'll see but usually when you see things like that the answer is probably not correct yeah probably All right, oh boy have a great fourth even though you don't care about the flag and the anthem and everything else even though you're not proud to be american enjoy it anyway all right Bye. thanks brother um, thanks to uh, Shake Concrete and Allied Paving, and thanks to DCU, Birch Gold, and Flagship, and thanks to Colony. Thanks to everybody for listening. We appreciate it, and thanks for supporting this company. These guys are great companies. They, you can support us by supporting them. Give us a give us a review on Apple Tunes and tell a friend. I appreciate it. It's you know what we're almost at our uh, six month mark. Ooh. Um, Dave, which is pretty amazing. We made it six yeah. months. That's crazy. Haven't, uh, haven't no, got big, no big meltdowns. I mean, I had a fight with the consultant once, but that was it. That was that one was that was a good one. But that's yeah, it. I was. Uh, you were in the right, but we were trying to do a podcast. I know you were mad at me because I didn't fight with you, but I was trying to do. A- me. I didn't need you to fight. You didn't defend me. You just. You're not known for the world, though. Not I was trying to do a podcast. All right, I had I had a job to do. I wasn't going to sit there and fight. No, sit there okay. and fight and argue. You're a man. You can handle it. I, it was fine. I didn't, I didn't lose any sleep over. I'm still here. I'm here. I'm good. It's fine. You're still standing. Yep. You're still standing. But All right. Happy 4th, everybody. Happy Independence Day. Uh, enjoy the fireworks. Enjoy looking at Mount Rushmore. And uh, and God bless America. This is the Callahan Podcast. I'm Jerry Callahan. We will talk to you again soon. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. Can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.